The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, we're staying with matters medical. Scientists have created tiny living robots from human cells that may one day be able to help heal wounds or damaged tissue. A team from Tufts University and Harvard have dubbed these creations anthrobots. Now, joining me in studio to talk about this is Dr. David Robert Grimes, scientist and author. David, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Now, first of all, you might explain the ABC of what they've actually done. So essentially what they've done is they've taken adult human cells from trachea. Um, so no worries about embryonic cells, anything like that? Not, not at this juncture, no. And they've taken them together and they've put them together. And they grow, they naturally will grow into things called spheroids or organoids, which are basically big balls of cells. But the interesting thing here is that these can be induced to move certain directions. So... That doesn't sound very exciting off the bat, but what that actually means in future is that you may be able to use these things to go, to direct them with chemical signaling, to go to a particular site in the body and maybe help with wound healing or fixing some kind of um, damage in a neuron or something like that. I mean, what they've done so far from what I've been reading, and I don't really understand much of this, is that these little things which uh, can be very hairy or not so hairy, uh, will roll over damaged tissue because they, they create a, a false wound, if you like, and healed they, they healed the wound. Well, this is where there's a little bit of a caveat. Ah. They were able to demonstrate they could get it to roll over um, fractured, or fractured tissue, but they don't understand the biology of wound healing well enough to be able to induce that kind of healing. This is a very important first step to one day getting to a future where we can have nanorobots that will go and heal things. But we are very, very far away from that future right now. This is important work, but at the same time, we have to see it in context. Now, the attraction of this is that if they were able to, say, to take these uh, cells from the trachea, uh, they would use your own cells and uh, engineer these cells so there'd be no problems with rejection. That's the, the holy grail. And that's really important, yeah, because one of the hardest things to overcome is, is, is rejection. So if you can take your own cultured cells, that's fantastic, and that's really important to do. It is important to also realise this is, um, you know, an incremental work. It's, it's being presented very much as this is like, you know, we're, we're, we're right on the door of opening up these self-healing robot stuff. We're not quite there yet. Um, and the technical detail of this, there's a lot of caveats and a bit of nuance in it. But it is exciting work. Um, whether it's really a nano robot is a little bit of a... Yeah, I mean, they had done some work with frogs and stuff like that, uh, which sounded like you didn't really want to introduce alien cells into your body. Well, there was an argument when they were using amphibian uh, versions of this. That they could swim. Well, that's pretty much, yeah. (laughs) Swim in the bloodstream. That's exactly it. But it was a case of, well, maybe this is something that's inherent just to amphibian cells. What they have demonstrated is that we can do this with human cells. And again, those little hairs you mentioned are basically being used as ores. So if you imagine that if they can arrange all all cells, have these little uh, sitting on them, these little ores that they can kind of propel with, if you can get them all to form on the outside of these organoids, these structures... Um, can they then propel themselves? And it seems from this research, the answer is yes. So we can get cells to go places in theory, but it's still quite limited to a 2D plane and not very far. Okay, not very far. So that won't go from your, whatever they injected to the liver, for example, if you need to sort out. Well, well not yet, not yet. But again, uh, and I think the really important caveat here to, to realise is that the engineering part of this, the bioengineering, that's relatively straightforward and is incremental. But we still have 
a big black box about a lot of the biology. We're not exactly sure. Human biology, and all biology indeed, but humans of interest to us, that's incredibly complicated. There's a lot mm. we still don't know. And to give you an analogy, we look at things like stem cells. We've known for years that stem cells are going to be very important in regenerative medicine. We still struggle to make them work because there's still a lot of the biology we don't understand. Mm. So while we can do the engineering here, we're still we still need to understand a lot more about the yeah. fundamentals. I mean, I mean the, the holy grail of stem cell uh, use would be uh, you've got a, a liver. You, that's pr- problematic. You need a liver transplant. But yeah. stem cells can become anything. So the idea would be that you just get those stem cells to turn into healthy liver cells and bingo. And isn't that the beautiful idea? Yeah, stem cells are pluripotent, so they can co- become anything. The problem is that's great in theory, and we know that's true, but actually making them do it and understanding the signaling that causes that, still very difficult. And, and, and an analogy to what's happening here, we've got them to do something in a Petri dish, which is very good, or actually in, in wells in this case, to create these organoids and these moving bodies of cells and to move as one. That's fantastic. We are still a long way from a Blade Runner future, you know what I'm saying? Okay, so while we're waiting for these anthrobots, uh, which will come to us maybe, maybe in 20 years' time, uh, in the meantime, uh, Luke O'Neill on this programme has been talking about targeting medicines whereby you design something that will only hook onto your target. So it might be a cancer cell in the liver or a cancer cell in the kidney, and it's designed the medicine to be delivered only to there. That's probably much more imminent. That That's far more imminent. In fact, we're kind of using a version of that already. There's forms of immunotherapy for, for cancer treatments uh, that actually do exactly that. They identify specific antigen. Again, that's challenging because in, in cancer in particular, cells could be quite diverse. There can be a lot of uh, heterogeneity between them. But that is probably much more on the... It's already kind of happening to some extent. Yeah. So that is probably more imminent. This is really exciting but it's but not yet. It, it's not sexy yet, right? We need to give it a little bit of time. <laughs> well, thank you for that glimpse of the future, Dr. David Robert Grimes, scientist and author. Uh, thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.